When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gavin. With me tonight, I have got Keith and I have Shawnee, and we're going to go through some transfer news, which some of it broke in the last hour or so. Bloke I never heard of. Keith's having a great time over it. Um, and we'll discuss him. We'll discuss other targets, including Andre and uh, Jake DeCorey. Um, but listen, um, next hour is going to come. If you're watching, hit the like button, subscribe, put the bell icon on because you're going to need it over the next few days. We're going live at weird times um on top of our normal shows and comment as much as you can there tonight we read out as many as we can shawnee how are you shawnee fucked off he's had enough keith <laughs> how are you i'm good gav yeah i'm good um didn't expect you know c- coming onto the show tonight i think we were all looking you can see the the pictures on the side neither of these lads are with Orlando. so you know i think we were all taken by surprise by the news that came out tonight but look we'll talk about what's ha- what we know is happening and then i suppose we can talk about um what may also happen as well but yeah shocking shocking news um we understand why people are losing their shit to an extent um but let's just wait and see i don't know you know what i mean i don't know what to say what a night what a time to be alive before we get into the player that he is and, and i'm going to be coming back to you keith on the player that he is because i genuinely have never heard of him right um and he's he plays for stuttgart He's in the, the, I presume he's in the top league in, in, in Germany, but after that, having a breeze, right? So you're going to you're gonna educate me. I'm not going to come on here and pretend, oh, that fella Endo, he's lethal. I don't know what about him. Shawnee, what's your initial reaction to this? You don't have one. Yeah, but like, it will be like, it will be wrong for me to give an opinion because I didn't know this fella out uh, existed two hours ago. I'm being, I'm being, a hundred percent honest with you. Same. Um, I think if I'm, 
if I'm being non-reactive and rational, I think this is a sign in that you judge on the 4th of September when the rest of the business is done. I think context is going to be very, very important in terms of how you look at this sign. And um, there's a few like I don't like the fee. I'll say that here and now. I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea of us giving 18 million euro to a third year hour a year left on his deal. Um, it sounds like something a Saudi club would pay. Um, the positives which I'll I'll end on is that anyone who you look in terms of the Bundesliga experts who watch this fella play, um, seem to think he's a really good player, and that the, like and that that's their words. It's not that this is astute and mad clever. It's like that this fella is a good player. He's, he has pedigree. Um, I don't know. I like um, that lad off Twitter, soccer god. Like, I don't. I hate all of that fucking this this graph show right now. But he put stuff up that I actually look at, and I think uh, it's dots on a sheet. If you ask me, but the dots on the sheet seem to point towards this fella being a half decent player. Um, if I'm being hypercritical. Liverpool shouldn't be the unstop caps in this window. It's simple yeah. as that. And that's just my outlook. Again, I'm going to I'm gonna save the I'm not like people saying oh Shawnee rent them out now. Like it's not that like last Friday was as bad as you could get from for Liverpool, I think, in this window. I think the only way it could have got worse is if it had it happened around deadline day. Um simple as that. I don't think we did we speak when did we did we speak about it afterwards? I don't. I wasn't. Was I on Sunday? I don't Sunday. remember. But anyway, yeah, you were. You you got in your session on Sunday. Emma fucked off. On Emma session. went on the lash. It was yeah. Emma's turn to go on yeah, the lash. Um, it's my turn this week. Look, I just. I. I, I think. Yeah, calling for yeah, calling for cool heads in, in a fucking in a nuclear shelter. Cause that's what we're in at the moment. It's fucking mad. But it's it went from a feast to a famine to a feast again. There's names getting thrown all over the place tonight. Um, I think you can only really look at this signing if um, at the end of the window. Now, people are saying, Arthur Mello 2.0, it's not like it. From what I can see, this fella is durable. The fella is durable as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? He's he's reliable as Ant. And that's just on his appearance. We just don't know. Look, I don't know, Gav. It's fucking. It's mad. It's, it's. This is mad. It's mad. Honestly, it's. You're going to breaking from making world record fucking Premier League fees last weekend to to signing this fella. I, I don't know. Look, I don't, <coughs> if it, this is like again perspective. If we did the great deal for the core today, and then this fella was announced on Friday, the outlook might be different. But I just. The timing is mad. I can't. I can't make sense of Liverpool this, this last two or three months in terms of transfer business. It's fucking mad. It's just well, no context is It's pointed out here. Yeah, it's it's pointed out here. He's captain of of Stuttgart and, and Japan, apparently. Um, his stats. Somebody says Red Hiker says Endos. Uh, is it Endos? That his name? Um, stats in the Bundesliga are top class. Um, you know. For me, I know where Sean is coming from. I'm going to leave you last on this key because you're going to give us uh, hopefully a bit of background on him or whatever. But 
um, or as much as you know. But I've seen people in the chat there saying, listen, if we rated him at all, why wasn't he signed six weeks ago? And I, I kind of get that argument. Is he on a list? Um, if Liverpool go in for Saicedo and they go in for Lavia and you see the prices on them, and even when we were going for Lavia, people were saying, we need another one. And I, I said, even when we were signing Saicedo, we need another one. Um, it's just what sort of other one is it going to be? My hope on it is that, listen, we've seen players turn up at Liverpool and you go, what, who, what the fuck's going on here? And he turned out to be really good for Liverpool. So I'm not going to, if he, if he turns up in Liverpool tomorrow, does a medical and signs to Liverpool, I'd be like, give the guy a chance, right? You don't write off a fella just because he's not the hot, you know the hottest ticket in town. That's, that's absolutely fine. But my thinking on this, and listen, people are going to shoot me down for this and, and you're probably right to. The age profile and the price would suggest that Liverpool would have something else there. Because looking at what we have right now, and if this guy comes in, you need something else. And this feels like, like Shani said there, if you agree a fee for a check to Corey or um, an Andre or whoever it might be today, and then all of a sudden he's signed, and bef- just after the game on Saturday you go, oh, by the way, we've signed this fella as well, he's coming into the squad, and you go, oh yeah, good squad, squad player with Stuttgart, yeah, he'll do a job. Feels like a bit of a jobber to me, right? And a jobber's fine, providing there's another one there to be to be signed. And look, it is all over the shop, but it, there's no way Liverpool are spending 15 million quid on this fella, and that's it. Look at him, isn't he great? Keith, surely that can't be the case. Well, as you said, I think... Now, don't, no, 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 don't, don't you start now, because I, I, I can see that fucking cheeky grin on your face, ready to go, no. so go on. No, no, look, I'm not going to pretend I know everything about this this uh, this kid. I'll call him a kid, because he's 30, but I'm 42, so he's a kid to me. I don't know everything about this kid. I've seen him playing a couple of times. He was highly rated, and he's obviously a good player right and the, the thing i think we i put a tweet out there earlier on, or the next whatever the fuck you call them these days earlier on <laughs> about, listen to what the bundesliga experts are saying about this fella right? so what are they saying they're saying that he's a running machine they're saying that he never gives the ball away that he's a warrior that he leaves his bollocks on the pitch every single game where's a gum shield he's versatile Where's a gum shield? He's versatile. He can play centre back. He can play defensive midfield player, defensive midfield, and he could cover that right back. This fella sounds like Milner to me, and to me, that's the role I see him filling is the Milner role, where you can look and say, right, he can come in and he can give you energy and he can give you um, a bit of running, a bit of running power. But I think the key to the whole thing is there has to be someone else with him. There has to be someone else. Hado Pill, Pill says he's missed 44 matches in 10 years, only four in the last five years. His granny is 140. And... <laughs> pedigree, you know, 30, but in, in sort of his family's terms, he's probably got the body of an 18-year-old. So, you know, the fella is, look, he's durable. The Arta Mello thing is, the Art, when we signed Arta Mello last year, the first thing straight away was his injury record. Yeah. And the thing that was in this current, the, the last week has been in absolute shambles. As in, right, if you think it's a shambles, what Liverpool have been doing, but online has been a shambles as well. And people are talking about Tyler Adams, and Tyler Adams was giving me the Arthur Mello vibes, the injury record. I don't want to buy a player with a checkered injury pass. Now, look look what happened. 150, 150 days out with a hamstring injury, I think someone said to me last night. Aye. Tyler Adams. 
you know what I mean? It's he, he picks these things up, you know what I mean? So look it, look at Jordan Timber. He comes in and straight away innocuously does his ACL and the poor chap's gone yeah, and missed the season. Yeah. An injury can happen to any hooking player at any time. Do you know what I mean? There's no guarantee just because a player has no injury record that he won't get injured. But if you buy a player with an injury past, you are always walking that tightrope. So for me, the first thing I'm looking at is durability. Is he durable? Yeah. What are his main strengths? His main strengths are that he's he runs, he presses, he goes through walls for you. And I think if you take the player, the age and the price and everything else out, if you're just looking at them characteristics, this fella is perfect for Liverpool. Now, I'm not going to pretend that this is, if this is it, what I don't. Midfield is boxed off onwards and upwards. No, this has to be with, I think, with another player. But I think if Liverpool were to do check the car A and this fella, I think it's great business. I think it's great business. And so I think work- he's a six, and that's the thing. When people are throwing out names, right, and I'm seeing it online, right, Andre's not a defensive midfielder. Andre's like a Thiago replacement, right? You're seeing people talking about Lillian Tornam, or the other one, Kefren Tornam. He's not a six either. He could probably be moulded into it, but he's not a six. This fella is just a, a defensive midfielder that can play at the back, and he's a defensive player. And when if I say he's going to plug holes and fill gaps, I, just, I don't mean that in a squad sense. I mean that in an on-pitch sense. So if you have a McAllister Sabon, he's a Japanese plumber as well, is he? Plugging holes and filling gaps. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bailey yeah, Jones, this fella, yeah. he's durable, as I said. <laughs> Bailey Jones says, anything? "I've got a feeling this end was a stopgap. The money gets saved up until a younger top tier DM becomes available in the next couple of windows." Bailey, don't want to hear that. Bailey, don't want to hear that. Show you. No, that is just completely another. I'm not saying your your opinion is is Look, wrong. I'll say but one that can't right. that can't be done. I'm no. sorry. There's loads. There's loads flying about today regarding really and we're going to get on to a release clauses and yes. it, it it's probably coming more clear to liverpool how much they'll have to spend on the players that they need based on so it, it, i'd imagine this look i'm just being ultra hyper fucking hyper optimistic here because i've been told i'm pessimistic which i'm not i just think i'm more of a a realist, I, 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 I try to so. be balanced. I'd imagine Liverpool probably is coming very aware to Liverpool how much they need to spend on the players they want. Now, yeah, there was a journalist saying today that the core has a release clause similar to similar to how McAllister did, where it's not like a hard release clause, but the club. Kind of lose that power when they What's when the exit clause or something rather? Yeah, than something like that. But the, the talk is it's fifty-five million euros, right? Mm-hmm. That's that was the talks forty-seven million pound. And Andre, like, this, I'm, I'm. If this is Andre in January, the core I now, this fella and another centre back, I think it's, it makes sense. Right now, it doesn't make sense to people because what's gone before. Like, yeah. we've had a fucking clusterfuck of a week. It's as bad as a week in terms of transfer windows we've had since club took over. And it's fair because we lost the fella who we were fucking running after. We all got horny at the title, was bringing in the best in class, which was Soisado. And in the end, it just looks like we got done up a kipper. And 
I think people need to cop on because Liverpool are being used heavy now in this window. It, the exact same thing is happening with Amrabat, by the way. The exact same thing is happening with Amrabat. Well, what's happening? Amrabat. Liverpool are being used now to get United out of bed on terms of Amrabat. Oh, right, okay. well. Gravenberg What's going to happen? It, it is. No, well, where's Gravenberg being linked to? United. United. Okay. And, and that's exactly what's happening here. And it's going to be a case of Liverpool are interested and he signs. And that's what's going on. That's 100%. Make no bounds about it. I'm just hoping. It's been a shit storm of a window. I'm hoping Liverpool have some sort of fucking clarity exactly on what they're going to do. And that, boy, Friday evening, this endo fella's in the door with another behind them. Um, the one thing... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No? What, okay. One thing I'd say, one thing I would say is something Shani touched on there and what the, the comment about, you know, not, not saving the money. You know, the, the Liverpool are seeing clarity on what you need to spend now. And lo- even looking at release clauses or exit clauses, and the difference with an exit clause is you don't just go and pay the money and that's it. You can pay the money to get the player, but then you can, the club can negotiate add-ons as well. And that's why the McAllister isn't just 35 million. There's add-ons on top of that as well. Saudi Arabia are not going away. So transfer prices and wages are not going down. So for Liverpool, if we hear this shit about waiting for next year or, you know, waiting for better value, value is not going to get better. It's going to go up. It's only going one way. You're not going to go next year and say, oh, we're glad we didn't get the core for 60 million because we're getting for 25 next year. You know, if the core trajectory continues the way it's going, He's going for 80, 90. Do you know what I mean? And this is the thing. Now, one thing that we'd say, and Shani touched on the, you know, the Lavia thing and all that. I still don't think, he, I think we walked away from that. I don't think we got back into bed on it. I think there was, there wasn't that many reports to say that we went, you know, those talks of bids, but Chelsea seemingly got him for less than the 60 we supposedly bid from. I think we walked away from that one because we didn't value him enough for what he was. But I do think the key here is what happens afterwards, what comes in next. People are comparing it not only to the Art Mello team, but I'm seeing the, and I, I think Dylan had it in the, the chat there, you know, Kabak and Ben Davis. I don't see that at all. This, this is not a, a deadline day deal. This is a deal. And let's be honest, this isn't a deal. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but this isn't a deal that just they thought of today. Do you know what I mean? He is on a list. He has to be on a list. We may not know this fella. Jürgen Klopp definitely does. So it's not even just Schmadke. Like Jürgen Klopp's well aware of who this fella is from playing in the Bundesliga. And I can't get away from listen and read people who watch the Bundesliga. They're not saying he's a good player. They're saying he's fucking brilliant. That he's one of the best defensive midfielders in the Bundesliga. And that his strengths are suited to Liverpool. Read what they're saying. Because I, I will have to go and read. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's if you look at what they're saying, like, because as I said, it, they're not just saying, oh, this could be a good sign, and they're saying, this fella is a blade warrior, this, like, Stoke yeah, no, I, I, mad. he's a hero, he's going to be a cult hero for Liverpool if he's, if he's a squad, if he's a, a, a good squad player. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I don't want Clavin 2.0 either, mm. but I just think this fella can be the type of sign of a Liverpool. If it works out, based on what others are saying and what I've read and what I've, you know, I've not seen enough of him. I've seen him in the World Cup, thought he was okay, didn't think he was, you know, great. I've seen him maybe once or twice for Stuttgart and that's it. 
and yeah. he's not a standout. I wouldn't say I know anything about this fella, but I'm reading all the German and the the English Bundesliga correspondents. Mario Gomez, teammate of his at Stuttgart, talking to your man Andy Brassel, you know, off uh, was he the Guardian? He said he was talking to Mario Gomez. He said he raving about him. Like people love this fella. Like this, that that's what I'm looking at. And I'm basing it on this fella is loved over there. So I don't think it's a it's a dud signing. I don't think it's a panic signing as such. I think it's one that they're just getting in the door. But if you come back to me in two weeks' time, and all we've done is endo, and it's your midfield and your centre half is covered with endo, and that's it. Then I might have a different opinion. Yeah. But as of now, in its merits <coughs> on its own in isolation, it's a good signing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, JS says it's peak football fan to write off someone when you've never seen them what a world uh, listen I don't think any of us here are writing them off what we're saying is, is that a 30 year old Japanese player for 15 million pounds from the Bundesliga after the week we've had with bidding for players seems a bit of a mad one um, like genuinely you could turn up at Anfield on Saturday against Bournemouth have a great game and people go JC's he's a really good player but I think it's actually probably a little bit unfair on him to be arriving at this time. To be fair, you know what I mean. Like if he arrived, like I said, if he if if check the car, he walks through the door on Friday, and this fella walks through the door on Monday, you go, that's they compliment each other well. They're two good signings. They're two good members of the squad. One of them's going to do a particular job, and you you nearly know what this endo fella is going to do because you've got in a Decore or an Andre or whatever it's going to be it's probably just a bit unfair on the player himself that's that's all we're saying Um, look the the talk is I think look it's it's kind of like the I think it's fair for anyone to have sort of a clear judgement on this when it comes to the end of the window I think in context is I think in context and with foresight this could be a really good sign but on the other end, it could be one way we're going. That's just not fucking good enough. So and then, think, and as Keith said, the next two weeks will will, will probably yeah yeah. And I think it's you. just kind of have to hold hold fire until then. Again, like look, the way I say it is, if you come in, and you give everything you have, a little bit, yeah, the fans are gonna back you. Simple as that. So that's 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 how I feel about it. Um. With this happening, and um, I think it might have been Ashley in the in the chat said, talk is that there's a medical book for tomorrow for um, this guy. So um, he, what day is tomorrow, Thursday? If he actually had a medical and was 
registered by Friday, 12 o'clock. He will be registered to play in time um, against Bournemouth at 3 o'clock on Saturday, but that's that feels like a million miles away at the minute. But what does it do for the two lads that are being mentioned most in the in the press and today? Uh, Andre from Fluminense and uh, check the Corey from Crystal Palace. Let's go with the Corey first. Shawnee, you know, £50 million. Pound, then it was like, well, Palace will look for 70 to 80 and then that was for for the comp- compounded by Liverpool's attempt to get Moises Saucedo at 111 million. So the price is going to go up. But we know Liverpool hold a value on players and won't not that they won't go above it, they won't go too far above it. You know, um does does his name's been in it the most today? Where are you on him? Yeah, I'd really like him. I think I think we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago when all the when before all the madness. And um, he's a player I'd love at Liverpool. Uh, I was at the Palace game last year and he absolutely destroyed us. He was everywhere. And the thing is, I, I don't think... I, I, well, hung up on the idea of every deep-line footballer now having to be press-resistant. and Yeah. True. This fella's... Um, this fella, his numbers from Lens apparently... Different. stock up brilliantly yeah. and then he had a really good season last year at Palace in a year where Vieira gets fucked out and Hodgson comes in so like I, I really really rate this fella and I'd, I'd be up for Liverpool just paying just buying the bullet and paying it because I think I think Liverpool are in the position now where we kind of have to take our medicine in terms of fees and that because um, we fucked up the last week let's be honest we, we we played our hand and it backfired massively, and it's the it's the risk you take when you go balls in on Suicido. There was always lucky we were going to lose it all. We questioned whether we go back in for Lavia. It just turns out Chelsea are doing fucking mad stuff this year and are at the sign of the two of them. I think I I Has think been the next moment before it. I think he's. I don't know what the story is. I, th- mm. I don't know, but. Look, you honestly, if you're saying to me you can have one midfielder out of all that at the main name between now and the end of the window, it's, it's the core right for me. And I know some people are not in love with it because I know fucking end of saying you're not a glamour signing, but you're signing a lad who's a home midfielder from Crystal Palace. It doesn't say much. Jerry agrees with you. He says the core head I, and shoulders by I, miles I, are best. I, I genuinely think this, this fella would be fucking perfect for us because, look, I don't know why we got away from the idea. Like Liverpool having yard dogs in the middle was all was something that was kind of it was like a stick that was used to beat Liverpool with. Yeah. When I don't think we should have ever went away from that. To be honest with you, I think that's when we fucking we fell apart when we kind of Brian abandoned Thiago. that. Yeah, by trying to bring in like fancy footballers who are going to create loads of chances. We had the two most creative fullbacks in in Europe. And the front three that were banging in goals to beat the band. Um, we've tried the loads of deadly little footballers around the midfield and it hasn't worked. We need functional lads in there. Um, and I'd, I'd be over the moon with the core if we managed to make it happen. Um, we'll have to see what the story is with it because a couple of these lads who are a partner, I'd normally consider fucking wafflers. So it's pinch yeah. of salt job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I said yesterday on Twitter, just and it's purely my opinion. Um, the core Andre in January and a left sided centre back and lick your wounds and just get on with it because 
the window's not played out the way we wanted it initially in terms of Bellingham and then Lavia and then Soisado. So look, I, I'm 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 all aboard this Decore lad coming in. Honestly, um, we probably missed about on terms of getting them a little bit earlier. And I just I think Liverpool are going to have to take their medicine on the field. And I don't mean I don't I hate the like I don't I know money is important and stuff like that, but. Like it's not my fucking money, and at this stage, we just want Liverpool to be in the best shape possible. Yeah. For the time the window closes, and I really, really, really would like to see him come in. It's he's he signed from Lons, isn't he? Um, by Crystal yeah. Palace, he's played. I think yeah. I think I read he played twenty four Premier League games last season. I don't know what the fee was from Lons. Um, he paid something like twenty three, twenty five million yeah. for him. Right. So twenty five million. If, so if Liverpool are going there, it wasn't in there, one day. It wasn't one where like it's a snip where you're getting them out of league on for six, yeah. seven, eight million. He was highly rated coming out of the French league. Yeah. Um so look, if he's gone for twenty five million and Liverpool are going in there, I don't think fifty million does it anymore. I think fifty million would have done it two weeks ago, but I don't think it does it anymore. I I'm not like I get the idea I get the idea where people say, you know, just pay it, whatever it is, pay it. But I, he's not an eighty million pound footballer, right? And if it goes, if, if Palace were to come to Liverpool and say we want eighty million for him, he's not signing for Liverpool, because I go back to Liverpool holding or analysing a value on a player, and I don't think the value were eighty million quid. Um, but having said that, if it's fifty five, sixty, even sixty five, I think you're paying what he's worth plus that tariff because of what's happened in the yeah. last week. I think that's a fair assumption, right? 60-65, I think is good. If you start hitting 70-75-80, you're kind of going, all right, he was good in, in the French division. He was good for Crystal Palace. But you look back at... La- they spent on. 23. But you, but you yeah. look back at even at Lavia, and people are like, just pay the 60 million on Lavia. You know, Lavia's had one good season. Now, I would have I paid the 50 I've said it straight. I would have paid the fifty for Lavia, um, <clears throat> simply because of what the player I I think he might become. Um, but Keith, the Corey, the age of him, he has a year in the Premier League. Um, he's yeah, it is a big thing. He is. Um, he knows. He knows the league. He's robust. If he's playing thirty four or thirty eight games, I'm wondering if what, has he got a few yellow cards in there and probably picked up a ban. Um, but if he's missed four games a season, you're you're absolutely all over that. Where do you want this? Because look, it is in the press today. There's loads of going around about him. There is people that are, you know, I don't read them, um, but they pop up every now and then. And there is people I do read, and his name's being mentioned, which is fine. Where do you want this? Are you around fifty five, sixty, but eighty feels, or is it just a case of just fucking pay? Yeah, I'd pay. I'd yeah. just pay. Fuck it, because I think what. You know, we have to look at here, and by the way, he was a yellow card machine under Patrick Vieira, and then when Hodgson came in, he didn't get a yellow card for the rest of the season. Right. The Corey, she only touched on it with the Corey. The Corey at Lawns was totally different than the Corey at Crystal Palace because he was essentially just a holding midfielder at Palace, and he was told to sit, and that was his job, whereas at Lawns he was carrying the ball. Now, I'm going to blow my own trumpet a bit on this one. When we run a show in the start of last season, I picked him to be the highlight or the unsung player of the season or the signing of the season so this isn't just that we're jumping on a player because yesterday I was keeping it in the lead and holster you know what I mean I said I'd keep it there you know but 
that's that's just to show that this guy isn't just a flash <coughs> the pan. He, he he does have a bit of pedigree. He's the type of player we spoke about him before. He's coming from Lawns, and people are like, "Why didn't you just buy him from Lawns?" I think Liverpool's model is they would rather see people say this all the time. Why don't they just buy the player from South America? Because they'd rather them play in Europe, but he'd rather them play in the Premier League straight away. And I think similar with the likes of the Corey, you know, Liverpool. Let him play by Crystal Palace. If we were, if that's if we were even linked with him, you know. Let him play by Palace and then go from there. Now, they probably didn't foresee a seventy to eighty million price tag on the player, but it's being said. Sean, you said it. You just have to pay what you have to pay. If they lick your take your licks this time, transfer fees are not going down. They're going up. Your value of a player may not be reflective of the selling team's value. And what you have to remember is, you can drag your heels. Um, and like we done with Lavia and we were just putting in little bid, bid, bid and hoping the player wanted Liverpool we'll just take our time on this but when Chelsea are there offering fucking nine, eight and nine year contracts you're gone because if you look at an eight or nine year contract five years is standard is this, a, would have been is this the a reverse standard. then? sorry to interrupt you but is this a reverse no. to this? because you've spoken a lot about Liverpool being able to put up 111 million or 100 million or 90 or whatever it might be because they spread that over five years they'll put, put so much up front and they'll be able to, to be able to deal with that over five years yeah. but the wages always kill them is the car somebody that you turn around and you go you know what 80 with 30 up front 10 million a year for five years after that but he's probably on 60 grand a week or 70 yeah. grand a week at palace we can push him to 120 and that's that's very very comfortable for us yeah, I'd be shocked if he's right even on he's 60 even on 70 grand. Yeah. Well, whatever he's, I don't know, he's a Premier League player, like you know, 25 yeah. million. Pounds. Well, I don't know what he's on. When but I'm saying we could, we could go Liverpool. to 120 and it'd, be, it'd feel like a very comfortable deal for Liverpool, even at 80, 80 million. Exactly. I always say this one thing I do always say is I don't think transfer for his worry Liverpool. Like people are going on and it's dummy fucking head in about how can Liverpool bid for Coisado when they didn't bid for just boy Jill Bellingham. That's the most ridiculous argument I've heard because Bellingham, I don't know the figures that he's getting. I've seen different, but I've seen around 400,000 a week that he's getting at Real Madrid, right? So you look at the package of that, the, the little dropsies and bruises that were going to his old man and his agents and all that. And you're forgetting about the law. We love Liverpool. It's Real Madrid, right? So we can say Liverpool the best oh, team. Oh, it's all coming out. So watch now the guy Bellingham as well. There was a big yeah, big scene on all that. Yeah. Build. In build. So it's yeah. not good either. So it's not just about transfer fee, it's about wages. And that's where I think Liverpool want the value. You know, we know over the years they've been doing these incentivized salaries. And when you do well, they have the highest wage bill in the league. And I think Liverpool do not want to venture from that sweet spot that they hit all the time. And I think the likes of the core, they'll pay the fee for the core, but the wages over a five-year period will be manageable. But next year, if he blows again, and Chelsea are looking for another four centre mids next summer, They'll blow you out of water. Do you know what I mean? They will blow you out of water. And it's not the, the fact that they have pull. It's not that they have a bigger pull than Liverpool. They're offering, if you look at a five-year deal to an eight-year deal, and you say 250 grand a week, you're talking about 30 million of a difference over the three years. You know what I mean? The numbers are staggering, and that's how Chelsea are doing it. Like, so you cannot, you have to think differently now. If he's, if he's, if he's the player you want, pay the fucking money now, because it's only going to go up. Mm. Well, well, look, I'm sure that... The, if 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 Endo turns up um, for a medical tomorrow and and I there won't be a problem with 
with personal terms, I wouldn't think, because if the word is true that's coming out, that he he really, really wants to go to Liverpool and, and you know, fair play to him. That's a good that's a good deal. But again, the likes of the Corey, I think that's just gonna rumble on. Um while this end of stuff's going, this is gonna yeah. do you know what? It might actually it might actually go up a notch because people will be going, they've signed him, they have to have someone else here, was it? And everyone, like Sean says, are absolute junkies on, on the internet for transfer stuff. Um but going away from the Corey for a minute because the other man in, in, in the frame and has been for a couple of weeks, he's always been on the on the periphery while while other stuff was going on, and that's Andre from Fluminense. Um Keith, I'll start with you. I'll go back to Shawnee in a minute. Re- from all accounts, really, really nice player. Really good player. Good on the ball. You know, plays deep. All this sort of stuff. Um, people liking him a little bit to Thiago, actually. But what type of player is he, Keith? And I think it's €40 million Euros gets him out of there um, now instead of January. What's your feeling on this? Oh, is this one... Closed, is, I thought someone said €40 million. The Brazilian transfer window not closed. You can still buy off them. Can you? Yeah. With same way. The it's the same way. Well, it's the same way the Premier League closes, but Turkey can still buy out the Premier League for a week afterwards. Okay. So, um, um, I, I've said, we've all actually said it a few times, like him in January makes sense if he's coming in with someone else. Now, £44 million pound buyout. Uh, on yeah, there, sorry. £44 million buyout. Yeah, so and pod, I think they were, they were talking about buying him, weren't they, in January, are talking about Mm. 20 million or something like that but the buyout is is 35 look he's it's not that he's like Thiago I just think he's a, a he's a deep lying playmaker rather than a, a defensive player mm-hmm. if you get me so if you look at Ducore for example Ducore is defensive work is brilliant now he carries the ball brilliant sorry there's a few in the chat reporting that you can't buy off the Brazilians now um, I thought you could but look I could be wrong I thought it was a case of I just thought it was a case of a bit like when we when the Premier League closes, Turkey is still open and Turkey do business with the Premier League after the way Saudi are going to do it till the middle of September. But go on. Yeah, uh, some are saying you can win, some are saying you can't. But look, whatever happens there, I just think he's one that I saw as a January signing in lieu of Thiago leaving in the summer. That's how I saw Andre. I never really saw him as the answer to our, our issues that we have. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking Andre plus one that can do the job and that's a good bit of business. And I still stick by this, even getting Endo in. I think if we don't Endo, Ducore and Andre, that's good business because of the age profile of those two players. They're 22, I think, both of them. Um, You're future proven, which we always say we haven't done. The age profile of our midfield is plummeting because, you know, Thiago's gone. Um. But I just don't see this one happening until the Libertadores is over. Mm. We were chatting. Sean, he's a big fan of, of uh, the little ginger lad Barco at Boca Juniors and Brighton that are trying to sign him. And Man City are sniffing around as well. And the talk is that you'd be loaning them back because the similar thing. They want to play the Libertadores and it's, it runs until um, the end of the year. So Yeah, Passio says you can buy off them, but you don't want... They don't want to let them go while they're in the cup of Libertadores. I, th- I think it's going to be a simple, like, good points they made about, like, kind of replacing Thiago. But, like, look at what the last two January windows we do. Diaz, who eventually replaces Mane in the summer, yeah. and then Gagpo, 
who was who you could see as Firmino's replacement. So mm-hmm. it, would, it would be fill, uh, following that vein. Um, I watched him once, and he was brilliant. He was really, really good. He reads the game well. He's very easy on the eye, passing range, jinking in and out. Like, I watched him and I was excited. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like again. Like if it's I'm I'm gonna just I'm parroting Keith here. Like if if it's Endo, Decore, Andre, I just I think that's I think that's ballpark Liverpool a good window. Like can I, think, I can I ask you a question? And, and, and a centre back. I, I, I still yeah I, the centre back still is, and it's been absolutely like deafening silence on the centre back stuff. But can yeah. I ask you a question? Right, and this is only going off. Um, my irritation with how Liverpool have done stuff this summer and the process in which they're doing it. And like I said, when we get to the end of the window, they probably spend a lot of money between now and then. You go, yeah, they've spent it, but look, it's still not fucking good enough. All right, Aroidri is worried that they sign Endo, right? They announce Andre, but don't do it in between. So you, you sign this fella Endo, and you do that to, to oh, January, and then uh, no, but our, look, I know it's 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 incomprehensible for us, right? Because we feel like we're, we're despite having kind of different know, Gavin, different views just, on this, I, where we're on the same page. Yeah, but what I'm, I'm saying I, is, I just, is any is worried? Feel, it's incomprehensible, Johnny. But all I'm saying is, are you worried that they signed this fella end and we go, oh, we're grand to the January because we're bringing Andre in and we don't do anything in between? No. no? I'd be less, I, I, I don't think, no, if that's all your business, I don't think that's enough. But I think if we got a good centre-back in on top of that, and I knew maybe when Thiago and Bacetic are back and available and you're trying to maybe justify it, I still wouldn't be too keen on it, to be honest. Um, I think, and, though, and look, I'm bigging them up based on what I've read and seen, but it stinks of a Milner type of player to me. That could be doing him a disservice and he's probably going to be a first team regular but something that was said in the chat there and i think is very interesting they were talking about sangare i think why, why do end up over sangare and i think sangare would be more the the core alternative they go to afcon as well don't they so you know yeah. you you may be looking at a, a, a player in end though who doesn't so you're yeah. probably and as, as the that. as the squad stands there's two non-homegrown spots left in the, in the squad all the players included, everyone that's still there, there's two spaces left. Endo is going to take up one of them. So you're left with one more, which will be a check to Corey. Right? Now, that's not to say Andre come, couldn't come in in January and someone could go in January. That January is another, like, it's miles away. It's another discussion to have in January. But, like, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them at this stage. Once beaten, twice. Sure. I wouldn't put it past them. To yeah, sign the fella Endo. You say you wouldn't put it past them when you were sure they were going to do the business. No, I don't. No, 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 no. Don't misquote me. I wasn't sure they were going to do the business. I said they had to do the business. I never said they would. I said they had to. From the very start, from the from the last game of the season, I said Liverpool must spend X amount on players. They must bring in three midfielders. They've brought in two, right? They've lost two more. And they should bring in two more to replace them. 
They had. I never said the, they the would. Only, the I said only, they had to. The only thing I'd say is there was fucking noise all over the place today about midfielders. Amrabat, Brav, Corre, Sangare, fucking you name it. Florentino Luis. Florentino oh. Luis. Camarda from Villa. But that's just they people throwing out numbers everywhere. Or, or, or yeah, players I, everywhere. I, I think Liverpool are trying to keep the smell off. They got badly burnt last week. They got yeah. badly, badly burnt. I tell so, you, no one saw Endo coming, you know what I mean? So all the ITKs and all did not see Endo coming. And that's, this wasn't, I don't think, a deal that was done today. This is Liverpool saying, right, what, batting down the hatches? Because you're not hearing an awful lot from the, the journals. They're all out now about Endo. But you didn't hear much after Lavia. And well, I, we, we said it from, <clears throat> I, I said it on the show the other night. Once Friday afternoon came and so I say there wasn't in Liverpool, Liverpool should have been looking at other options. No, they didn't ring Stuttgart today and go, Can we have him? Surely were though. No, that's what I'm saying. I think I think they were looking from you know the last four or five days going, right, we need to reassess this. You know, we we're only speaking the other night about John Henry showing up, what's going on there? You know what I mean? John Henry isn't showing up just to turn around to the league and go, Listen, this isn't what Chelsea are up to isn't right. He wouldn't have to turn up. He can do it from where he's sitting in Boston. You know what I mean? So is it just one of those where he shows up just to say, Oh, look at me, I'm here for me one game a season and me one away game and I might be on Anfield at some stage? Or is he turning up because there is malfunction, something going on somewhere with regards to what the way we're doing business? And as the principal owner, he wants to know what the fuck's going on face to face. Maybe he is. Some people wouldn't give him that credit and say, no, he's not. He doesn't give a fuck. It's making its money. It all depends what way you want to spin that. But look, at the end of the day, this lad's coming in. Fine, right? We need another one, 100%. And if Andre happens further down the line, whether that's in four or five months' time or a year's time, that that's that's a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. Liverpool are playing football on Saturday and are going to continue playing football every week that's now for the next amazing. nine months. Just on the call as well, some little shit house in the chat, Leon O'Shina was saying, I didn't realise Shani was a regular and he was saying Klopp's gonna work. Gavin Keith has fucking made a large strike me down sitting there down. Have I ever said that? No, I, I, I don't I didn't even see that. So little gimp with his made up or his name. All right, well no no I don't think Shani's ever said he thinks. Yeah, get into Klopp bed and have away. a lie down there. Um, no I don't think Shani has ever uh, said he thinks Klopp will walk away Um, look we're going to have to I keep saying this we're going to have to see what happens with this lad Um, it's mad isn't it well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to see what happens. With like, if if he look, if he arrives in Liverpool tomorrow for a medical, it's getting done. That's that's done and dusted. Oh yeah, it's it's done. he's not turning up. Going. It looks like he's on the way. Yeah. Oh, are you tracking plans? Like this, this is done. This isn't going to be one of them. Agree a deal. This is the mill of a lifetime for this fella. This fella's a blade and fits a fiddle. Yeah, man, cousin Weirder plays still playing for in Japan, and he's fifty bleeding eight. Like this fella, his granny's what one hundred and twenty six. This fella is going to pass. He's going to walk through a medical. He's probably yeah. going to want to do the blade and lactate test or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and <take laughs> look, like this this fella is fit as fuck. Yeah, he'll be announced. So, he'll be doing the lane tomorrow, I'd say. And do you know what? I think it, it won't take any it won't take any heat off what still needs to be done. I think it actually puts more heat on what actually needs to be done, and it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of days. Um, we're gonna leg it in a minute. Um, show was we we hope to have a show at eight thirty in the morning tomorrow morning 
which is fun, isn't it? Um, it's probably the earliest we've ever done a show, but um, yeah, it's time dependent. I'm gonna say that much, but if we can get it done, we will be on at eight thirty in the morning. We'll be back tomorrow night, um, at ten. Um, Kev and a couple of the lads are going through the main stories from the Premier League this week. That's what they're going to be doing every week now. Um, that's that's Thursday, isn't it? Friday, if anything happens transfer wise, we will be on. Um. We will have a show at noon on Friday, plus a show at 10 p.m. should any transfer stuff happens. Saturday, we will have a preview of the Bournemouth game at around 10 a.m. and full-time Reds. Sunday, uh, we will be chatting about football um, or the football of the weekend um, around midday again. And the Fatback 4 will be on at 10 p.m. And Monday, we will have a look back on everything that's gone on over the week. Um, early in the day and winners and losers on Monday night so there's loads going on so make sure you hit like make sure you hit subscribe and make sure you hit that bell icon it really really helps us because trust me YouTube are a nightmare to deal with so you hitting like you don't realise how much it helps us so um, Keith anything else before we go? Um, no no like I said this is just being a mad day, Gav, the fact that you're, you're seeing all these links and then one comes out with the blue and it's one that has everybody absolutely bleeding baffled. Um, let's just see what happens with this and, and see what else comes after. I'm fairly confident the fact that we've done this, I'm actually confident that we will do a big album, but I'm one of these ridiculous optimists and, you know, I'll be coming on in two weeks making up show you about why it's a great transfer window, but look, I'll warn you in, in advance of that. But now, look, let's see what happens. Let's see um, what Endo can do um, and just get behind them. But I love doing these little shows. I love Liverpool transfers that come out of blue. They're the best yeah. ones. But anything that gets McAllister and Sabazlo for a pitch, I'm happy with. This is the first part of that. Good stuff. Shani, anything else before we go? Yeah, it looks like we have a number six. I thought we were fucking allergic to him for a while. Um, and he wears three as well for Stuttgart, doesn't he? And Fab. I wouldn't give him the three. You know, yeah. Relax. What dreams come true? I can see Keith heading through the IFSC tomorrow with three Endo on the back of his jersey. <laughs> the fabled number three. Doesn't, doesn't care what squad number he's given. He's just <laughs> giving him number three. I'm going to having a serious falling out now, Keith. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. No, He'll end, up, he'll end up at number fucking 26 or something, 28. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. It's all a bit bleeding mad, honestly. Um, fucking mad. Honestly, I've I I seen that today and I laughed me bollocks up. I, I sent a voice now into my, to, my, to Charles, like, what the fuck? Well, look, listen. <laughs> it's hard to know. what Liverpool are breaking Premier League records last, transfer records last week, and now... That's that's signing some fella Stuttgart. It's, it's a mad scene. <laughs> it is a mad scene. Right, that is us. <laughs> that is us. We are gonna head off. Um thanks a million to everyone that's watched. Thanks a million to everyone that's commented. Hit like and um yeah, we'll see you very, very soon. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.